Welcome to the podcast with Michelle Riley, Mike Cross, and Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go in the wall, a hurl, a stick in the shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. All right. We're back. Finally. Uh, let's get started with what happened in the past week. And there's a guy by the name of John Miller. Yes. Who may or may not be Donald Trump. Allegedly. Allegedly. The, no, He's had a heck of a career. The quote unquote PR guy uh, in the 90s for uh, Mr. Trump. And where is he now? Exactly. We should get him on the podcast. Well, Where's wait, you know, John Miller? John Miller or his partner, John Barron. Right. John Barron. So I like is, it. Is John Miller's alias John Barron? Yeah. <laughs> the stage name. So in the 90s, <clears throat> Trump used to call up a bunch of tabloids and impersonate a figment of his imagination called John Miller and talk about himself in the third person, about how awesome he was and how he dated these girls or didn't date them or they were interested in him and like just a, a, a bullshit publicity scheme from yeah, he was from trying to, to get into like page yeah, six to, to get or his name in the what papers. we would call Sneed or well, yeah. And, and right. Pe- uh, People Magazine was the recorded target that right. was revealed this week. Right. But, Herb Cups in it, of course. Yeah. So like <laughs> all of the New York media all, all knew this stuff. Like it was common sort of, it was a common common knowledge. And uh, <clears throat> back, so in the 90s he admitted it. Right? And then now he's saying it wasn't him. Well, I mean, as part of a court case, he actually uh, was deposed and, and, and admitted to making phone calls under the uh, the two names, John Miller and, and John Barron. And then uh, he actually uh, had referenced it in another interview. And then, like you said, multiple reporters knew. And then if you listen to the tape, beyond the cadence and the accent and it, the... It's 100% the, him. Yeah. But he... he um, He's horrible at maintaining the third person. He's right. constantly coming into the first person. Um, and I actually like the fact that he confuses Marla and yeah. Ivanka several times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just a, a, a one quick anecdote was um, Carswell from People Magazine, who was, you know, sort of the main focus of the Washington Post story, says, um, asks him at one point, you know, uh, what's your background? Where are you from? Right. And he's like, I'm from a couple firms, you know, like uh, not not the total Trump answer. Yeah, he, he I'm gives just no specifics. Two tremendous firms. I'm from some firms. Uh, all the best firms. Like, they're huge. They're huge. Huge they're firms. Huge. So, Robbie, what's your alias? Yeah. Well, and now what? What? I want to back up because it sounds like Rob's pretty pretty um, intimate with this story. So at, at one point I saw a flash of something where it was intimated that it was possible that Mr. Trump actually leaked the story himself now. Mr. Trump? Mr. Trump, are we really going there? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Trump. Of course. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna, he leaked it now? Why would he do that? that, that, that exactly. He might that's... He might have put the story out to the Washington Post as a as an effort to refocus attention on him, which right. I think I think is a little strange. But 
Um, as a side note, I will no longer respond until you re- you refer to me as Mr. Nash. Mr. Nash. <laughs> yes. Um, I got some names for you, but uh, that's yeah. <laughs> they start with Mister. But uh, uh, Mister. I think this. I think it was discounted, and I actually think that was like a little jujitsu or like double double counterintelligence to try and draw attention away from the fact that he was caught sort of red-handed. Um, you know, the the story was... Oh, I watch- did it myself kind of thing? Like, oh, this isn't... Yeah, well, I think maybe on back channels, but he, uh, you know, obviously the Washington Post broke the story in print, and then they put the recording online, but Trump was sort of... had a pre-scheduled interview with the Today Show on the morning that it broke, and they played it for him, and if you listen to that, it almost sounds like... He didn't know it was in the newspaper that day, which that part I love, um, because he immediately and, and intensely denied it was him and, and went so far as to say that's someone mimicking my voice and it's fake. And instead of just saying, I don't recall that uh, or that's not me, he, you know, he really laid down a marker. But, of course, in classic Trump style has really escaped all, um, you know, scrutiny. Uh, yeah, no, there's no scrutiny on this and the fact that he just lied on you know, national television about something that's easily provable. We all think he's a dope, but is this further proof that he's just an evil genius that that he's, he is two steps ahead of us with, with the media and all this? Well, I actually, at one point was thinking, so, so when I heard that it was possible that he was leaking it again, that he had, you know, he copped to it at one point and then he was leaking it again. I'm like, does this, does this somehow help him with his supporters right. do they think to themselves geez what a genius you know he was he wasn't all the way to the top yet but he found a way to scrap and scrape and cut corners and make the system work for him and so you know what he faked the publicist and he went out. like is this becoming like an up from your well, bootstrap story right, right. I, I think anything that trump does fits into the narrative because the narrative has no defined boundaries <laughs> exactly you know, as long as you're, you know, you're duping someone or taking down someone, quote unquote, in the establishment, then you then you score points. It doesn't matter if you're wildly inconsistent or don't even stand for anything. As long as you're brash and upfront and and you make someone look, you know, dumb, then then you score points. Well, so based on that, I mean, is he just reading the the landscape so well that this might be? The, the most well-run uh, public no. run for office ever? No. This it, is a comedy it, of errors, it, and it just it, happened. But it, it, everything's working. This guy's working. got a horseshoe so far up his ass, he doesn't even know. Right, but everything he's doing, as dumb as it is, it all is working. That, that is true, but I don't think was, he calculated any of it. It I sort of just works out that way. But it's the, most, it's the most efficient race ever of all time. Right. The man has spent no money and continues. I mean, at one estimate, it was one point two billion dollars in in media coverage. You know, without having to spend a right, dime paying for it. So it's very efficient, and it does. It's like a sugar high, but I do believe that you know <laughs> the race in the fall will needs more, you know, substance, and he'll he Hopefully. can't continue this way. He can he could become more substantive, but you know, I don't. I wouldn't bet on it, but. Um, he can't continue with this like shallow depth. I just, I mean, I don't say and, that. And I don't think all of that stuff on. we would have said six months ago as well, though. No, it's a little yeah. different. Dude. 
It's a little different when you're among that but... team because it, it's like this. If you, you know, for those of us in Chicago, if you took a poll, do you like Rahm Emanuel or not? People would say, hell no. But if you say Rahm Emanuel versus Joe Smith, all of a sudden it tightens up. And I think Trump is sort of like, do you like Donald Trump versus all these other assholes? Everyone's like, yeah, Donald. And then you're like, Donald Trump versus Hillary? And mm, it gets a lot of tight, you know, it's a lot know. tighter because it's a choice. It's a choice. If you support him now, I, why wouldn't you support him then? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. The, the, it, it's not supporting him then. What, it, what I think it is, is you've got people who are, I mean, listen, Rob's the political expert. Yeah, so no. I'm just spitballing here, but you've got the people who are going to vote for him and are going to vote for him, and that's evident in the primary. What happens in the next cycle is all the people who haven't voted yet, who aren't motivated to vote, who have to say, holy fuck, I have got to go vote, and they say, i got to go vote for Hillary. I don't see there being a whole bunch of people, I mean, as much as, as, as Hillary is polarizing and... I, you know, I didn't vote for her last time. So, I, I mean, it's not like she's my favorite person in the world. But you got to believe that, it, it, you know, to Rob's point, the crazier Trump gets, the more people are going to say, we got we to gotta put an end to this. I know, but, okay, but, but, hey, but wait a minute. Okay, wait, let me jump in real quick. Of course. Why, why is it that you guys think that people don't hate Hillary as much as the other people don't hate Donald Trump? Well, so I agree. It's not like, that they don't hate her more. It's that they, regardless of whether you like her or hate her, you still believe she's more capable than him. I don't think, I don't think either of them are capable. Wait, it doesn't, before we get into this, I do, I do want to have this. Where does that put, but where does that put me, right? I, mean, I don't know. Where are you going to vote? Lombard, I don't know. I won't. I will, yeah, I will vote in Lombard, Illinois. I will go to the polling place. I will, I will write in a candidate. Oh my um, because neither of those two deserve my vote. It's See, a, it's, 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 it's insulting. You know how many people have died for your right to vote, and you're gonna, you're gonna insult their memories by voting for one of these two bozos. Come on, hyperbole. Well, here, but no, it's on. not hyperbole. It's, it's fairly accurate. Let's, in my <laughs> estimation. Before we get on the unfun train, I'd like yes. to stay on the uh, fun train. One more loop. Can we talk about the psychology of a grown billionaire creating? First of all, having enough time to interrupt his day right. to call reporters with a fake name, but with no attempt to hide his identity through you know speech or anything else. I mean, I would do you know a wacky he never yeah, voice change being recorded. If you're on the well, phone with someone, they don't know you. Right? Have one of your jackies do it for you. Then you I, have to know. You have to know with reporters that you're being taped. Yeah, and this was a long time ago too, wasn't? It's I don't think like they didn't have record. They used tape recorders. No. It wasn't in the 40s. Yeah, it wasn't in the 40s. <laughs> they had recording, but okay. it's, it it just shows his like sort of control, like need to control, and narcissism that like. I could afford to hire the you know most uh, the highest rated most glorious best rated advertising agency. <laughs> it's uh, gonna be huge in New huge. York, but I can't do that because they won't do it as well as I will. I know it is narcissism at its finest. There's no question about it. And it's not just to set the record straight; it's to oh. belittle his ex-wife and. Um, amplify his love life, 
Um, it's like all these just weird, like, I'm cool too, guys. It's just, it's just creating a, a, a false persona, like, hey, look at me. Remember, I'm over here. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Don't disagree and, there. Well, and this is 30 years before I even thought about elective office. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, here we are, right? Now, it, it is, un, it's unreal that, that, that you're, that there's just, he just is allowed to just continue to make these crazy ass moves day after day. And I think, I think, you know, I just think he's, I'd say he's crazy, but I mean, I think yeah. he's, he's as electable or not as electable, but he has got as good a shot as she does of winning right now. Well, that many uh, people well, clearly, that many people it's not her. me. I mean, yeah. But I mean, people are calling for the for you know a fifty nine to forty one percent blow up blowout, and I don't think it's going to be that. Well, I'll, I'll bet you that it will be, but I I, uh, I, I can see there's a lot of discomfort. <clears throat> with well, there's with serious the, discomfort with, 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 with his hairstyle choices. The other thing you guys have to remember is that Trump is benefiting now because the because the Republican question has already been answered, and. The Democratic side hasn't been, you know, solidified yet, so there's still swirl. Once that, once the nominee is named, there will be a lot more momentum around rallying against that candidate. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Democrats sides, though. Well, I mean, Trump's already doing that. The, the yeah. Republican side is already being able to go go into that phase where the Democrats aren't really there yet. Yeah, they're not not quite. <laughs> Uh, hopping back on the fun train, can we imagine the um, persona that Hillary effect would affect uh, oh. a reporter? I'm seeing SNL right now. And it, would it be like a mean, just like a, or oh. just a really like, you know, sorority sister type, uh, oh, that's so funny. Uh, I, I just, I'm trying to think of the polar She's really cool. Her image. Yeah, but instead of her talking about her, um, you know her her sexual conquest. She would be talking about you know test scores yeah. or something yeah. like that. Right. How smart she is and how how popular she is. You should see how she can compute economic models. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I like Hillary with the, the the Trump accent though. Yeah, that would be good. I don't even know if I could. I love that how Trump has no. now moved to Chicago with that accent. <laughs> well, it started. Yeah. I, I tried Trump to move. Now back. half a South Sider. I, I will say. I, I appreciate that. Uh, full disclosure: I am a Hillary supporter. I live a couple of blocks from her childhood home. Very excited about that. And can you, uh, uh, can you hold on a second? I need to get a barf bucket. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to a rally for the for the Secretary of State this uh, this week. I am a tr- I am a Hillary supporter at this juncture. But geez, that sounds like a Going going to a Hillary Clinton rally sounds like a giant waste of your time, Rob. I'm not going to. You lie. know what? We, first of all, we res, um, support renewable energy, and the amount of heat generated by the polyester suit pants <laughs> are going to be. Yeah. It's intense. It is. <laughs> um, the pants. But who? It. What would the persona be? It would be that chick from SNL. One hundred percent. The oh, drunk yeah. girl, Cecily Tyson, a Chicago. No, no. it would be Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think she does a great impression. Can we talk about that a second? Oh, we can, and I think you're wrong. Emily, her impression I, is not the perfect, but the 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 skits are 
the yeah. writing of the skit is the, fantastic. It's not an impression, it's a character. The scenario. The scenarios yeah. are great. Yeah. But her like mimicry is not is not perfect. No, but she does grasp her like intense obsession yes. with the yes. office very much. Yeah. I do like the uh, Amy Poehler version better, though. I think Amy Poehler captures the personal dismissal that yeah. that we all think she has. <laughs> yeah. But uh, McKinnon captures the like paranoid obsession that we think she also has. So. And the whole like um, they just don't, you know, the, the SNL has done a couple of skits about how just for no good reason people don't like her. <laughs> I know. It's like there's like no way to combat that, you know. She's the smartest candidate, the most capable, but yeah, I just don't like her. That you know, <laughs> she's well, not very well, she's... politics where people can get pol- uh, you know politics anywhere. But Mike, just one last thing, she's been around. You know, everyone talks about Trump having like the baked in hatred, like no nothing surprising about Trump. So when we try and highlight these outrageous statements and stuff, um, she's been around for quite a long time. So she, uh, I think people know who she is, and the fact that she's, you know, leading or, or very, very close, you know, she's, she's, the, the odds are, based on demographics and everything else, she's going to be the choice, just because. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no question I think she will win. I'm just saying, as dislikable as Donald Trump is, she's pretty damn close to being as dislikable. Yeah. Oh. yeah. As in the last two elections, I'm not necessarily going to be voting for someone. I'll be voting against someone. And I won't do that. As is my way. As is my way, I vote for someone. I don't not So, Mike, do you go Green Party or Libertarian Party or... uh, Uh, I do idea of Libertarian, though. Do you write in... uh, I'll I'll probably write in uh, Brendan O'Neill this year. Yes! The angriest That's president a, around. Make that happen! That's a throwaway vote. <laughs> All right. Rob, anything to sum up? Are we done? In summation, Mr. It's Nash. The, it's the most beautiful PR strategy that I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's gonna I, I gotta work on the Queens. I can't do the Queens. Yeah, you gotta get the Queens down. Just talk like an asshole. There you go. Oh, wait! Hey, Michelle! <clears throat> The only uh, passable female here—that—that's wrong. Um, the only what? Pass- <laughs> I mean, the only the only female. What? You know, so during this uh, escapade, uh, our our story, there were a lot of black and white photos of a young Donald. Yeah. Oh. Was he an attractive man? No. Never. 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 Really. It seems to me that hair was always pretty randy, you know, right. it was like out there. The hair was always listen, crazy. Listen, you know what he was? He was rich and he was competent and that can that can overtake looks for women sometimes. God damn. I think the, I think the money really helps. Uh, ask Joel Riley. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I'm kidding. I meant the confidence and the money. <laughs> Joel has- I mean, yeah. It's not an illusion. Joel. He never, I mean, that hair was always kind of like, kind of out there. Yeah, even at 28, he was parting his hair just above his ear. I don't understand yeah. that. He's a strange dude, man. He's a strange dude. You know, his son, who's got a little, like, yeah. it feels like Frank Sinatra Jr. to yeah. me when I look oh, at his son. That's perfect. 
Young Don. Uh, oh, can you imagine the big orchestra tour that his son does? And <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but I do but think he called Junior. his son without knowing about who his father was, he actually would be like a thousand percent more attractive. Um, but right now, all I can see is Frank Sinatra Jr. when I look at him. It's just... It's just you mean you mean greaseback young yeah. Trump or the older one? No, greaseback. Yeah, yeah, he's creepy <laughs> too. If you ask me, he's got yeah, a good character. Anyway, I think he's creepy because you know his right. scenario. But right. yeah, if you just saw him on the street, yeah, he's no creepier than Ted. Now, what about Ivanka? She's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. She's smart. She's well spoken. Why isn't she running for president? She's creepy as well. I don't think she's forty. She's not creepy. Well, Thirty-five. Is she not 35? I think she's 30. She's 34, so she can't even run. Oh. All right, constitutional scholar. Hey. Uh, cross. Ooh, Here's, I play another by the rules. Note. Here's another note. She's 5 foot 11. Maybe he's just going out crazy balls to the wall, you know, and then with the idea that he's going to set the foundation so Ivanka can come up in 10 yeah. years. Oh. All right. We need to move on. Yeah. This is such a bizarro world that I don't even want to consider anymore. It's getting crazy. All right, I want to jump in here real quick and just uh, set up this section. Uh, this is the part where I talk about Jay Moore and uh, how I uh, talked to him through Twitter and got him to uh, be part of the podcast. And then I thought he sort of blew me off and then was not going to be on the podcast but it turns out he was uh just a little bit busy and uh yeah i actually did talk to him and he's going to be on the podcast next week uh but i kept this part in because it i thought it was an interesting way uh to explain the whole jay moore situation and uh uh be a little bit of a preview for next week and give you guys a little bit of context so here it is Speaking of crazy, um, so the last 10 days, uh, I thought I was pulling together an awesome little celebrity secret special guest for our podcast, and I thought I had it locked in because he said he was locked in, and it all fell apart. Here's how it started. Typical Hollywood BS. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that it... This is never going to happen, so might as well just talk about it. So, to all our listeners, this is Brendan burning a bridge right now. Yeah. Well, it's not burning. Everything I will tell you is fact. Um, mm-hmm. So, the person in question is Jay Moore. A comedian, actor, podcaster, radio guy, whatever. Um, so, he was... I follow him on Twitter, and he was talking to various people online about... Uh, he mentioned his faith, and he mentions it every now and then. Uh, he has some sort of faith, but it's not necessarily religious-based. It's not Catholicism or whatever. It's some sort of belief in a higher power, whatever that is. And he was arguing with pe- people on Twitter. And Twitter, of course, you can only say 140 characters, and it's not a complete thought all the time. It's not um, always accurate. And he made some comment on there that was something like, I'm having these great discussions with people through DM. The rest of you, I'm just going to troll and see you later. And I read that as, I'm just going to spew a bunch of bullshit 
on Twitter, and I'm not going to answer any of your questions, your 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 comments, if they're legitimate. I'm just going to ignore you guys and just say a bunch of bullshit. And so I called him on it, as I am wont to do, uh, for no reason. And he responded. And he said, uh, if you want to have a, a real conversation, uh, DM me and we'll talk about it. And then shortly after, he followed me on Twitter. And so... Then I let it sit for a day or so, and I came back to him and I said, "I'll, I'll follow you. I'll, 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 I'll DM you, and let's talk about it." I D- did. Hey, DM it, sounds dirty. I know. Well, dirty. I DM'd him, and then I DM'd him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we start going back and forth on Twitter, and the gist was he has whatever sort of faith, and he was questioning people who said they were atheists, he wanted to understand the atheist position and what it is, what your, what it means on a personal level to be atheist. Not all the stuff that's out there, not what, not what uh, you can read on websites or, you know, some sort of uh, declaration of what atheism is. He wanted to hear how people live an atheist life, what that means. He was talking to people, whatever. And so we went back and forth and I don't, I never really, put a lot of thought into it, but I probably am atheist. Uh, and I gave him my background in, in Catholic schools and public or private schools here and there and went to a Jesuit university and back and forth we go and I explain my position. He comes back and it's, it's a civil, reasonable conversation uh, via text, basically. So at the end, let it sit for a couple days and I said... Well, why don't you come? I mean, if you if you're up for it, would you come on my podcast just for fifteen or twenty minutes, if you have it, and let's put a bow on this conversation and maybe include some of my podcast mates uh, on there, and we can talk about it. They have a different perspective than I do. Maybe we'll have something interesting to say, and we can sort of wrap this up on the podcast. That would be great. Thinking he'd say no, I'm not into it. Whatever, he said yes. And okay. then I said, well, great, maybe end of this week or whatever. And that was last week. He said, uh, this week I'm totally swamped. It's the busiest week of my year. I mean, it's, it's crazy. He was shooting a commercial or something and had his podcast and his radio show. And it is like a more sports thing for Fox Sports. Um, he had some other stuff to do. I said, okay, fine. Uh, uh, Taco Bell Chalupa Breakfast brought yeah. to you by Jay Moore. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So he says, well, what about next, next, early next week? And I said, how about Tuesday? He says, yes. He wanted to do it at 3 p.m. Pacific. And I said, well, I don't know if we can make that. Um, I would have made it happen. Well, I definitely wouldn't have. Yeah, you shouldn't have made choices for us, Brendan. I, I didn't. <laughs> That's why I'm telling Obviously you actually. Yeah. Yeah. He has orchestrated the entire thing, but let him get I your schedule. Kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I I'm know. not. So I say, well, we can't do it that early, but what about, I don't know, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific or any time thereafter, we can probably make that work. And hear nothing from him. I give him a couple days. I get back to him with some other options or just, hey, what do you think? You want to do it? What's up? Hear nothing, hear nothing, and I, I go back and forth, and I just want to hear an answer. I mean, tell me no, and like... Hey, hey, Brennan. Yes? He's just not that into you. <laughs> I know that. 
So I believe he unfollowed me, and he's not responding. <gasps> that's a that's not nice. So all I would, <laughs> and that's this sounds like a spurned nice. girlfriend. I understand, but no, but that's not nice. So all I want is just hey, I'm not into it. Uh, talk to you later, and the end. Now but, you really uh, do sound like a girl. I know, but yeah, you do. Wow. You want so that's where we are. You want to cuddle? Can I, hug? Can I give you a hug? So I thought I had this cool little guest for us to interact with, and nothing happened, and here we are. But that seemed kind of odd. I mean, he initiated this whole... <laughs> he initiated... Back to, back to two dozen listeners. <laughs> Damn, we thought we were going to climb over the 100 mark. I know. I thought we were going to break the 20 mark. It would have been awesome. Uh, so there we are, and... Uh, I got nothing else in the works, but uh, that could have been interesting. So, so Brendan, do you think? I mean, going back and forth with them, like forgetting the uh, subject matter. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think it was just more of a function of the demands on his time? I would have agreed with that, except for the unfollowing on Twitter. Yeah, that's, he must that's have been weird. over it by then. I was not pestering him like every day, asking him about it. I. I was giving him three, four days in between just to say, hey, just let me know what's up, and we can schedule this with you guys, and nothing. So, well, he I don't probably, know. You know what? The subject probably just played out for him is probably all that happened. More than likely. More than likely. I, I think that was the case, but, you know. Well, so, so, I, I want to know, why do you think you are an atheist? Wait, because, wait, wait. One, one well, second, Michelle. Obvious reasons, but... Because because my, my question – no, my question will be, like, um, make no sense later. Um, Jay actually is, like, a more prominent podcaster than I think most people, like, realize. Oh, no, he's, he's, oh, he's ginormous, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, top ten, right? Yeah, yeah. Close, if not, Maybe. close to it. Yeah, I mean, he has actually – he's a comedy and a sports yeah. cast. Yeah, I mean, he does uh, – I don't have it in front of me, but the the Jay Moore podcast, for lack of a, for lack of a better term, for lack of a better name, uh, he does a Moore Sports show on Fox Sports. I'm not sure if it's local in LA or if it's regional. I don't know what it is, but it's some sort of sports show um, as well. And he's got a a, a big uh, stand-up <coughs> career as well. So yeah. obviously he's busy. And he's got all kinds of stuff going on, but. He was the one that said he'd come on, so I was surprised that he. The you know, unfollowing is weird. Yeah, I just, I mean. Yeah. So anyway, it's I unusual. Mean, Michelle, I want to get in back into your point, but the the fact is, like, <clears throat> I like Jay more and uh, appreciate his work, and Michael Cross, huge oh, fan, of, loves uh, huge fan, huge fan, action, action, right? His his series, action in what ninety or ninety one. 2000, I, I think. No, I think it was more like 2000. Oh, no, sorry, 99, 99, 99. With Buddy Hackett. Yeah, Whoa. Buddy Hackett is a featured role, which I think is hilarious. Buddy Hackett was alive? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay Moore, Jay Moore does a killer Buddy Hackett impression. Oh, so my favorite Jay Moore impression, which he does on his podcast relatively often, is his Colin Quinn. And it's <laughs> yeah, spot on, yeah. and I Fucking! It's the funniest thing ever. No, well, he does. It's he wonderful. does a Johnny Depp that will actually yeah. uh, capture all yeah. his. Uh... Anyway, Johnny Depp. Oh, Jay Moore does a Johnny Depp that yeah. 
reminds you why you don't like Johnny Depp. It's very mumbly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very mumbly. It's very... The, 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 the. Uh, but yeah, action, action was... Uh, you know, I I don't know that I really. I mean, I knew Jay Moore before, prior to action. He was on but, SNL. That, that, that's but how SNL, he was I on, didn't know him. He was on. Uh, he was you know played the the best part of uh, uh, Jerry Maguire because he was the guy yeah. who got to fire uh, that fucking weirdo Tom Cruise. He was Bob Sugar, dude. And uh, and the fact that he had Buddy Hackett on that show, Action, which that's I went good. back after this whole dialogue started with him and I watched some of those episodes. You can watch them on YouTube and they are really comedy gold. I would highly recommend going back and digging Where into that. on earth do you get the time? To, do you ever sleep? How do you how are you able to fucking go on YouTube and watch old action? They're 22 episodes. minutes long. You know, I watched three of them and they made me crack up. Uh, Mike Cross, I, I'm how old are your kids? I'm hilarious. I just, I barely have time to Brush my hair. Uh, Mike, how old are your kids? 13 and 9. Michelle, how old's your kid? <laughs> 3. There you go. That's your uh, there's your answer. There's your answer. You can tell them to shut up, throw them, throw them a thing of Pop-Tarts, and put them in front of a TV when they're 9. Yeah. <laughs> 13, they're ignoring you. They, so, see it works out. They can out. watch that shit with you sometimes. Yeah. I would have dialed right, so, someone to actually uh, liked it. Back to Michelle's... Uh, Philosophical. Do we want to know. go into this? I mean, we. Can't. I don't. I don't know if I have the energy for it, but I do want to know why do you think you're in? Why are you an atheist? Because okay, so maybe I maybe I better say this first, which is yeah. my understanding of being an atheist is there is no god, not agnostic. There's nothing. I see no evidence to believe that there's a god. Okay. That's how I'd put it. Well, no one sees any evidence. Well, but, well yeah. no, no, first of all, that's not true. But, like, I'm going to go ahead and vote that uh, we don't enter. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's a long topic. This is a long topic. <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we take this, because I, I'm one of those people that falls on both sides of the lines. Sometimes well, so, I'm, here, sometimes you, I'm you there. Gotta pick a side. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I was gonna say let's let's solve the Middle East crisis uh, <laughs> first. Now we can get this. It's the same. Uh, it is. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You know what kills God? Religion. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no denying that. Yeah. Religion is tricky. There's tricky. two different yeah. things. Yeah, but that's a big, that's a big leap. There's, there's faith and there's religion. And they're rejecting, not the same thing. Yeah, there's a big difference between rejecting religion and saying there is no God. There's a totally. big difference. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, close. But, so Brendan, like... No, not close. Right, that was a weird comment. No, I think it's... it's, it's um, one is closely chained... To the other, but anyway, I, I mean, we can get into it. But Brennan, how would you define Jay's, um, I guess, relative faith? Or... Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you guys saw the text that we went back and forth with, so. Well, he's a Christian. For the listeners, uh, the listener. Um, the listener. He uh, he for believes me. in a higher power, some sort of thing up there that influences daily life, let's say. Um, 
he wouldn't go so far as to call it a a person, a him, or a, a, give it any, any sort of personification. But it was a higher power. Um, he would see it in, in everyday things. Like he he brought he brought up uh, he could see this you know amazing animal, a, a peacock, whatever example he used. And then he would see this incredible animal, a whale or something, and he couldn't see how they could be on the same planet without the uh, higher power. And I didn't so, want to debate that those specific details yeah. with him, but I didn't agree. And so, so gobbledygook. Well, yeah, I I think so, but you know, he had a whole perspective on it, and uh, his was more about personal faith, which I get. Keep it personal, and it makes a little more sense to me. But uh, anyway, that that was his position, and I said, "Why well, have this a similar position in it being personal, but just opposite?" I don't like the proselytizing on either side. Keep it to yourself and do what you want to do. Whatever, whatever gets you through the day is fine. But I don't like the outward projection of your faith or lack thereof. And, or convince, trying to convince people and all that stuff. Um, so that was the gist of our conversation. That is a PH zero. Brendan's like, I don't want to offend. I don't want to touch this. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brendan's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. You know, acidic or basic. No, no, no. Like nothing. You read what I just wrote. Fine. Here, I don't want to talk about it at the moment because I don't have three hours. But. Right. We can do this later in a different podcast if we want, but uh, that's going to be a three-parter. I'm just giving you no. the broad strokes of what we talked about. No, I think it's funny that uh, um, Jay engages on that level and then kind of got vanishes. Vanishes. Yeah. And that was the surprising part. I mean, he initiated this whole deal and then he was gone. So whatever. Yeah. Again, the spurn girlfriend I am. <sighs> that's all right. I'm disappointed too. I wanted to. Uh... I really wanted to thank him for firing Tom Cruise. Hey, hey, Cross, can you move the mic in closer so we can hear the breathing a little bit more? <sighs> All right. Are you sure that's me and not Michelle panting? <laughs> Joel's standing there. All right, let's move on. Because we're going nowhere with this uh, Jay Moore stuff. But that was the hope that we'd have a uh, a, a celebrity guest. It's sure. time for Riley's Rules. Michelle's right. You're wrong. It's Riley's Rules. Riley's Rules. This is the game, or the the part that was called Asshole or Not, and we've changed it. Now Michelle is ruling with an iron fist, so... As always. I have three... I don't know. Call them scenarios. I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, yes, please bring me your questions. questions bring me your scenarios. Yeah. Bring me your your concerns, and I will definitively decide whether or not it makes you or someone else an asshole. Perfect. Okay, the first hey, one. Hey, before you begin. Yeah. Can <laughs> there I we just go. say it's Rob Nash, just, it's, it's just like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's just like what? Thanksgiving. Oh. Or Chris, or Christmas morning when the Nash crew is drunk. Whatever. Except for Rob's not loaded at this point, so. Maybe. He's on his way. <laughs> All right, first one. Later, maybe. Just like last week, let's make it food oriented. Oh God. Uh. Ugh. Simple. This or that. 
And let's all give our two cents before Michelle rules. That's the way this okay. goes. Uh, Twizzlers or Red Vines? I'm oh. arguing that Red Vines are superior and Twizzlers, you are an asshole if you eat Twizzlers. And I'm saying that knowing the rest of my house eats Twizzlers and I'm the asshole. But uh, Red Vines are licorice. Twizzlers are waxy red nastiness. Anyone? I'm going to vote that you're an asshole for bringing this one up. I'm going to agree with you, Michael. I'm okay with that. Horrible. 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 Showstopper. Hang on I'm one second. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> Crowd killer. I'm going to put my ear to the microphone and listen to the all, all the awesome ideas you guys have. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Silence. Crickets. 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 All right. Uh, Ketchup um, on steak is mine. Rough. <laughs> Because half of my family does it, and it drives me up a fucking wall. You can't choose something that, of course, they're assholes. <laughs> the whole idea is an either-or. Sorry. Oh. I, I actually, okay, so I really don't have a passion on that one, but I would, I actually would rule in favor of Twizzlers because they are the brand-recognized yes. leader in the red licorice category. Oh, yeah. wow. I like it. I like the way you're thinking on that, Shelly. A leader in the red licorice category. A brand, oh. yeah. What about the oh, chocolate oh. or the black? Yeah, stronger brand recognition. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm partial to nibs myself. You don't, you don't say. You don't. You hear people say, "Get me some Twizzlers" at the movie. They don't say, "Get me some Red Vines." Yeah. Because they're. Different. I don't hear that at the movies actually. Here. <laughs> so choke on that, O'Neill. Get out! Get out! Choke right. on that. Number two. I had. Uh, so wait, wait, Brendan yes. is asshole. Let's do this longer. What do you need? Bre- Brendan is the asshole in that in that one, right? Yes. No, Brendan is. I'm not okay the with asshole. that. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I'm creating okay. content, Dick. All right, moving on. That's the that's the ruling. Yes, Brendan, please continue. <laughs> uh, I've thought this for a long time, and some would argue it's not true but uh and you guys may agree and this goes nowhere but uh chicago is first and foremost a baseball town over football hmm. i don't know about that no i think it's not even close i think it's hmm. baseball I don't know. those easily. masters of the midway i don't think so i would disagree really yeah i i, yeah. I think that uh always be a football first you see much more discussion about baseball in the summer than you do, uh, even when the teams are bad, than you do football in the uh, fall when the team is bad. No, but not, not I think because of... there's less controversy. Everyone's sort of united around the, the Bears. The part... baseball chatter is more around, you know, the rivalry. And, and also baseball and football fundamentally different. The reason, you know, baseball, there's a game every day. Football is sure. a once a week, you know, uh, event, and so there's a different pace to it. There's a different you you can't you know Dina Michael's wife. She used to always say that she, that she liked preferred to follow football because it was manageable. Where baseball is just like you got to be half yeah, obsessed I mean, to know what's going on all the time. I think football stumbled upon a uh, DNA perfect schedule. And uh, they have like uh, checked in well, with some 
kind of like impulse, which is like I can't uh, stand normal life this many days in a row, and so I'm going to maybe build up and have a small release with college football on Saturday, and th- but then my entire life and existence, including scheming how to get out of church early on Sunday <laughs> so I can arrive home on time uh, for kickoff. Another day. check mark in the atheist column. Thank you. <laughs> Is uh, what the genius of football. So <clears throat> I, I will say, I will reserve some space that if the Cubs you know, win the World Series, of course, they will be the uh, Joe Madden will be the uh, Dicka-esque person in this region for some time but unlike ozzy what's his uh last name i forget his last name but um Elan. yeah um <laughs> but it will never hold i mean it'll never hold the bears are the uh, bears yes so my final ruling is chicago bears are king all right uh and here i'm coming with my least strong one, so this is going to wow. be a shit it's gonna, one. It's going to get worse? Uh, wow, it's, yeah, exactly. Again, Continue. I'm waiting for you guys to have these great ideas. I thought my ketchup on steak one was pretty fucking good. Wonderful. Silence, Michael. Mm. Uh, Pass the A57. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright. Okay. It's A1, not A57. <laughs> He combined the two. It's Heinz. Heinz 57 and A1. Oh, my. All right. Uh, Okay, tipping. Yes, B. Tipping. Tipping. Is 20% the new baseline? Yes. Yes. Yes? Is it yes? Yes, it is yes. I think I'm going to give you the go to, right? If you are not tipping 20%, you're an asshole. asshole. Yeah. And I will give you one caveat. You can. In my book, you can tip only on the meal. You don't need to tip on the tax. In Chicago, we pay like ridiculous amounts oh, of tax. Oh wow, I didn't think of that. So you don't tip on the tax. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah. Hey, but you hey, do tip on I've the. I've never whole done meal, that. And you do tip twenty percent. I do that all the time. Look at the final bill and get them basic. I'm not saying it's wrong. I've never done it before. Yeah, have you that's seen, the way you so need to be. Have going. you seen? Have you seen? Well, asshole or not, on this, the bills where they they print out. The percentages. So they'll say uh, 12, 15, 20% equals. So this. they do the math for you? Yeah, they yes. do the math for you. I've only seen that in a test. Who cares? That's just for idiots who can't figure it out. Plenty of those around. I, I actually always tipped on the total, never yeah. thought about taking out the tax. Right. I never, I've never thought of that. You, you can take out the tax and you always tip 20%. Yes. Hmm. And if you're feeling generous, then tip on the whole amount. Yeah. But don't do less than 20. I have been over-tipping the entire time. What if they are assholes? You know what? You, you, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you really... Wait, wait, wait. I can't... I can't so here's my theory. I, I don't have the, uh, you know... Say Nash's rules? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, well first of all, I could claim uh, name rank. No, you but, uh, Not in this game. Yeah, it's Riley rules. God damn it, it is. Um, 
What about bad service that is the kitchen's fault? Oh. Not the fault of the server. Right. No Come business. on! But how else do you express your displeasure? You can't. You're fucked. You can't. I agree. You know, Rob, that is a frustrating thing, and I, I understand it. But the no, tip has it- is, is been misappropriated as a place in which to express your displeasure, and that's not what it's for. The tip is for the service that the person is providing you. And if your food wasn't right, that's another matter. You need to take that up with a manager or try to find some other way to rectify the situation. But you do not take out your frustrations on your dining experience for the, with the server's income. But That's just shitty. Bullshit. What about Bullshit. my question? The, what if the server is bad? Now, I was just going to say that that is, a, that is a tough one because if your server really is horrible, then, yeah, I guess you can elect to leave a, a smaller tip. But honestly, you'd have to really just be horrible for me to do that. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, maybe I'd go to 18. Yeah. yeah, but, okay, so is there a difference if you're in a restaurant where you're getting a, you know, 10 or $12 sandwich versus, you know, a $40 steak? A difference in, t- in tipping criteria? Yeah, because, I mean, if the service is bad, you know, like you and I, we had lunch, like, uh, revealing our, you know, off-mic activities um oh wow this, you guys this eat? saturday and, and 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 our waiter was like he took way too long right like way too long we should have tipped him less well i will tell you another caveat to that sometimes i don't tip as much if the bulk of the bill is liquor too because you shouldn't have to pay more for him to get you a, a hundred dollar bottle of wine than a thirty dollar bottle of wine Hmm. You know that's, what I mean? Like that to well, me. That's crazy. That's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Why should he get paid more because I bought a more expensive bottle of wine? Same goes for bringing over a $2 burger or a $100 yeah, steak. the other way. The other way. Right? If it's, I don't if know. it's, if it's 20%, so, you're paying more for the expensive food he walked over or the cheap food he walked over, he gets less. What's the difference in that between a $100 bottle of wine versus a $10 Well, no, no, presumably bottle. there's less pomp and circumstance required to serve me a burger than there is to serve me steak Diane. I mean, there right. is mm. there is some like, measure I, I there. Like but the with straight-up liquor, opening the bottle, it doesn't matter if it's a $2 bottle or a $100 bottle. I do like mm. the idea that you order steak Diane. <laughs> yeah, I do like that, too. I'm more of a tartar guy. <laughs> Bananas Foster? Not anymore. Love Bananas Foster. Sad little vegan. So she, Michelle says, uh, Riley says... Uh, Riley's Rules, 20, what do we got? 20% across the board. 20% is the, is the standard. And that, so here's, it's just in, to, to sum up, 20% always. You can do on the food amount, deduct the tax... You have to find the rarest of rare circumstances in which you would punish the server for some problem that you're having. Ah. And there are there are times when you don't have to, you know, for instance, what, what if you're sitting at the bar and you're having drinks? You don't have to do 20% every single time someone gives you a drink. You know, it's a bucket. If you start at 20%, it's a sliding scale. It goes up or down. 
It just depends. Yeah, it depends on the scenario. But yeah, basically, if you're going out for a, a standard meal, it's a 20% tip. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm with Michelle. All right. I have more to say, but I'm moving on. Let's move Thank on. Thank God. Woo! Yes. All right, let's get to the game. How much let's are they worth? Oh, God damn it. Net worth <laughs> game. What's the theme on, tonight? Class. Get with the program. How's your internet service, or do I need to look it up again? <laughs> Mine's great now. I had an AT&T asshole come out and fix it. <laughs> yeah, you really should give well, us an update on that. He fixed it. I don't think anything happened, but whatever. It's supposed Did you have Empire Carpets come out and fix your house? What? After the dog episode of last oh. week. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, no. Chocolate rain. The upstairs Chocolate is just a rain. No. <clears throat> I don't want to get into that. Chocolate rain. All right. How much are they worth? And now, let's play the How Much Are They Worth game. In, uh... I hope Jay Moore is on this list. In, oh! Oh, that's perfect. In, he better be on this list. He's that, not. Oh, I'm not burning a bridge, guys. Uh, but in the spirit of Jay Moore, we're going with Jerry Maguire as the theme. Oh, no. nice. Bob Sugar. Bob is, Sugar is not on this list. He's worth $500 million. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Uh, okay, first up is Kelly Preston. Oh, Scientology This money. is Travolta's wife. Well, does she get to count his money? Dude, I don't know how it works. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, she's married to him, right? I don't know. Hmm. I got a number. Hang what on. about that bookshelf scene? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking it's Kelly. just her, maybe with a little bit of extra from Travolta's toupee. His wig. What, what do you think Travolta's uh, hair plugs cost? Oh, I bet they're quite expensive. You think the the budget for his hair system it's probably is probably more than I make in a year. Immense. Oh, yeah. way more. Yeah. Oh my god. He's probably seven figures on that hair. That's on that a whole whip. thing by itself. All right, I got a number. I'm giving it. I've got I'm a number. Giving my number. Hang on. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Cross. What do you got? Twenty-seven million. Damn, I've got twenty. What? Got I got twelve. Easy. I, I was going to say 12, but now I'm going to say 18. Ooh. You changed it because of You Michelle? can't change. That seems That's sexual. That's how it works. <laughs> you right. can't. Uh, yeah, 18. You can't handle you change the truth. It. It's fine. Who gives a shit? We're all wrong anyway, I'm sure. Uh, Kelly Preston. One of us has nailed it. Oh. Hit it on the head. You, cannot, you better hope it's not me. <laughs> I better hope it's not you. Uh, Kelly Preston has a net worth of twenty million. Oh my wow. god! You're sandbagging. You're totally. That makes me sad. O'Neill wins. O'Neill on top, one nothing. That's all I got. It's my sole win of the day. I'm sure. Uh, okay, next up, Jerry Maguire is Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. Mm. White people. I don't think I can spell her name. Renee. Bridget Jones, Jones Diary Money. Yeah, that's right. Gotta Renee be. Zellweger. Gotta be worth something. 
Mm. Have you I've seen got a number. Miss Jones? I've got a number. Go, Michelle. I guess $125 million. Shit. No fucking way. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Rob with a violent reaction. Well, that's crazy. Come on. If that's John true. Miller, that is Wait, the most what did you say, Michelle? 100 and what? 125. 125. 125. God it's, damn it. It's such a crazy number. I said 40. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendously <laughs> out of bounds. Shut up. <laughs> I, I said, like the fact that O'Neill, you cannot control Rob. God damn it! it did this I might know be it your last episode, face. Rob. So get ready to take a break for a while. <laughs> let that mic cool get off for a couple it weeks. Time out. All right, what's your number? I O'Neil? said forty. Thirty-five. Thirty-five million. I said dumb. I'm at forty-eight. Forty-eight. Michelle with the high card. Yeah, dropping a bomb on us with the 120. It's, if it's close, I'm going to be... Renee Zellweger, with one G, has a net worth of... Ooh. $45 million. Wow. Uh-huh. Mike Cross takes it barely. I almost had that one, too. Those huge thighs. Yeah, the woman had 40. The woman had huge thighs and. <laughs> Bridget Jones' diary. Uh, All right. The next one is... Well, you get two for... Michelle Michelle apparently thought she was the, uh, you know, mogul. (laughs) Well, look at what we predicted for freaking Chris Hemsworth. Renee Zellweger's been acting for 20-plus years. She's been nominated for an Oscar. And yes, she makes half of what some douchebag is. The wage gap is real. Let's all understand that. Let's just, yeah, let's go with that. All right, next up for bed. Viz Kush. (laughs) Jerry O'Connell. Kush. The Kush Kush Man. Viz Kush. Did Jerry O'Connell get any uh, divorce settlement from Rebecca Romaine? They're not divorced. Oh, yes, they are. Are they? No, yes. they aren't. Yes, they I are. think they are. Rob, you're a wealth of knowledge. No, they aren't. I think I they think are. They are. I've heard, them, heard one of them on Stern. I believe that's correct. I couldn't give two shits about Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he, uh, he was in Stand By Me. I know that. He was fat then. Mike. He was the on, chubby kid. Please. I'm sorry. sorry. I, gave a couple of sh- I gave a couple of shits about Jerry o- uh, O'Connell. I don't give any. I can't find a, a, a bone in my body that cares. All right. No, well, the they're, bo- not, they're still married, you guys. Well, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't believe that. <laughs> I got a number. Um, I mean, I've got a number. Michelle, Rob, you guys got numbers? Yeah. Jerry O'Connell. Okay. Do you think he's supporting his twin brother who doesn't look as good? <laughs> yes. He looks like Jerry O'Connell if he melted a little bit. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell if he melted. The Jerry O'Connell that candle left in the sun for a little a while. Brutal. That's a brutal uh, right. I say eight, $18 million. Shit. I've got 21. Mike? I was going to say 18, so I will go um, 16. I was going 15. 
Wow. We are a close <coughs> group here. Uh, okay. Jerry O'Connell, where are you? Jerry O'Connell. Ooh. Someone's off by one. This is a good one. He has a net worth of $16 million. Oh, Shelly. Oh, no. Yeah, she got it. Yep, she I got nailed it. Yep. I was off by one. You were off by I one. I feel like I should get half points for all these. Why? Because you're a half pint. Oh. Well, uh, the, the the height joke's coming into play. I like it. Yeah. It's very creative of me. Uh, so here says the giant 5'9 Mike Cross. <laughs> not, not even 5'9 anymore. I'm shrinking. We're all shrinking. Um, this one we've done before, Mike, but I'm sure we don't remember it. Okay. Uh, show me the money, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba. Cuba. Uh, fucking A. We did this, and I don't we remember. We did this, and I have was. no idea. No. I cannot. I couldn't even. I, I couldn't even total gather. Guess. Well, the difference is his obvious poor money, mit, you know, like management. And what are you equating that to, Rob? What was uh, obvious about it? Yeah, what's obvious the, about it? The, the big hit, uh, People versus uh, OJ on ESPN. Oh, well, he, <laughs> <clears throat> he was down well before that. <clears throat> I believe, uh, wasn't he on like one of those Dumbo Drops? Oh, I, Operation he Dumbo Starship, Drop. He was in Starship Troopers 6. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it. His character in Jerry Maguire uh, is one of the greatest characters in great. movie history, too. Oh, 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 all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, do we have numbers? $14 million. Wow. Mm. I've got 19. 22. 12. Again, the... I think we're all waiting to hear someone else's number and then uh, saying the number. Which is no, no. I had my numbers. I had mine. Cuba Gooding Jr. Someone is one off again. Me. Damn it. He's got it. It could be you, Rob. He's got a net worth of $15 million. Oh! Rob takes it. Wow. Boom! So I've got two... two- Mike has one, Rob has one, Michelle has one. No, Michelle has two because she hit one on the head. Oh, shit, Michelle has two. Yep. Nice scorekeeping there. Double points. God damn it. Cuba. So 2-2 to 1-1. Hey, Mike, if you you want to lay down and get comfortable. I am. I think I will. This is not a visual medium. In my happy place. Okay, the final guy we all know. We all... Think is weird, uh, Tom Cruise. Oh God, he's so weird! Mm, my goodness, he's got that Scientology money. Got that Miscavige money. I got a number. I've got a number. Wait, wait, hold on. How much money do you think Kidman and uh, and what's uh, her face, dark haired? Oh, yeah. that's a good point. I'm sure Katie got nothing because there was had to be an airtight contract, and I'm sure she wanted to just get the fuck out of there. 
So prenup up Katie was like tight. Or what about, or There's pre-nup no question about Katie that. Holmes. But prenup uh, Nicole Kidman <laughs> might not have been so tight, right? <laughs> Perhaps. Did that just happen? Yeah. yeah, I think it just did. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. Prenup Katie? I got a number. I got a number. Anybody else got numbers? No cheating? 185. Whoa. I have have 290. I have 300. 300? 275 for me. Shit. So 275, 290, 300, and Rob's all the way down at 185 thinking Nicole Kidman has got a couple of fucking Gulf streams off of him. Mr. Thomas J. Cruz. I don't know if Jay's real name. I just made it up. Uh, Tom Cruise. It's a net worth of. Get ready. Hold on to your butts. Four hundred and seventy million. Wow! To be kidding me. Michelle yeah. wins, and Michelle wins. Yeah, uh, Michelle. Uh, three. Uh, speaking of uh, atheism, to one to one. Uh, I'm ready to sign up for Scientology. Let's get some of that Scientology cash. We can all God jump on a couch. Goddamn. Son of a bitch. Four, 470 after a divorce. That's or a two. big number. Didn't he used to marry... Uh, he used to marry... Didn't he marry uh, Mimi Rogers? Yeah. That, yeah. Was the, that was cocktail time. That I'll was probably free prenup. By the way, Kokomo, my least favorite song of all time. Wow. <laughs> That's a good choice. How does Kokomo play into this? I think you cocktail. have to understand that cocktail, the cocktail soundtrack oh! was played, was played oh. frequently in our fraternity house by one giant douchebag. <laughs> who then Jeff Weirich and Chris Gatto and I set his CD on fire one day. Oh, my God. To the soundtrack to cocktail, because every morning he would play Kokomo. <laughs> Every morning? Every Who is that asshole? He was a guy we all hated. Who knows how he made it in. Um, oh, that's a mistake. And you know, I've my disdain for the Beach Boys has always been there. Michael does not like Beach Boys. Mountain. Never has. Won't, won't even concede any talent. Oh, no. I will concede talent. I will. And I'll say Pet Sounds is, a, is an interesting piece of work. But outside of that, it really, like, the... I wish they all could be California girls and... Surf and Safari, that whole fucking shit show is like, <laughs> just get it off my radio. That's something that your kids would put together, right? That's something Will would do, right? Yeah. I would think. It's I would simplistic. Hope. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Any any uh, parting words? Fantastic, Rob? fantastic train wreck as always. <laughs> I do want to do another episode later this week if you guys are available like uh, Thursday, Friday-ish um, I've got too many thoughts written down we need to get them out and purge my, my mind I have to push to next because I am booked solid the next five nights well we can do without you as well oh, well go ahead it's fine 
Dina just threw the L up on her forehead at me. <laughs> I think Rob. Shell says hi. <laughs> I think Rob just dropped off, which is about perfectly right. fine. Which is why we're ending the podcast. I know. It's perfectly fine. Get out while end we can. It, let's end it before he comes back. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's do. Let's plan for something else end of this week if we can, and uh, uh, I'll try and get Jay Moore, who won't be on. And uh, until then, Slancha. Slancha. Sayonara. Please follow us on Twitter at Irish Pubcast. There's a county map to go with the wall of her. Let's stick in the shinty bowl to brick the brack to crack and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Every shot, go getting a pub. The Guinness pun and the cabbage crap. The yard don't want to be paddy trap. We'll call it an Irish pub. To swear upon the holy book, the only crack you get is a slap in the air. Well, I'll be fucked, I'll often burst your filthy mug if you draw one more shot, I'll get me beer. Draw one more shot, I can't be free.